Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Three games got played yesterday. One series got concluded. Two carry on and the rain out. The three carry on. Let's talk from baseball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. This episode is brought to you by our most recent patrons. Haven't done this in a while. Thanks to all our most recent patrons. We have on the list Zoltorp, Drew D'Amato, Devin Taylor, Richie Molinelli, Angelo Bendetto, Isak, Brett Fisher, Jay. Derek Dombrowski, Noah Fletcher, Christopher Lombardo, John G. Sampson, and Chad Taborn. Our most recent patrons, a lot of perks they get. Appreciate them I every know Chad. day. What's up, Chad? Let's Tay- go. Taborn. I'm just kidding. I don't know him. Damn. Trev's here. Got his carrot poster behind him, painting, picture. <laughs> Jake's here. Jake sucks shirt on. BBD behind the dish, and we're going to talk some baseball. We had a rain out, so that lightens the load a little bit. White Sox Astros delayed. Braves Brewers continues. Red Sox Rays done. Dodgers Giants rolls on. Jake, how was your birthday? James, Trevor, BBD, Jimmy and his John Boy Media Essentials hoodie, and we got the hats on. 15% off. Whoops. Code playoffs at the store. My birthday was good. A little, uh, you know, a little 13-hour work day. Ease into it. That's what I'm about. Uh, I basically, I took, I talked to HR. I said I had a vacation day yesterday. 13 hours is nothing. Um, so I gave back a little bit to the community there. I was really bummed out. My phone died on the way into work. I moved my next to the bed charger, so I've been playing with the devil, mm-hmm. dancing with the devil a little bit. Um and there's this group of old people in the park uh, that were doing an old person workout. And they were walking and they were doing like 10 steps at a time. And they'd do like a little motion while they did it. And so the one of the times I was walking by, they were doing like a walk and rock the baby. And so there was 25 people doing the Verdugo baby celebration. Went to record it with my phone. Phone died. Uh, yeah. So that was a little bit of a bummer this morning. But... I'm here. Baseball's so hot in the streets. Los Hibido Gigantes. Can't wait to talk about that. Trev's guy, Longo. Trev, what's up, mm. dude? Longo. How about it? How many Charizards did he buy last night when he was done with <laughs> That's the question. That freaking guy. But you know what? I got to say. <laughs> I'm so happy it's not your birthday anymore. Mm. Like pretending to be nice to you and yeah. like saying nice things and putting it out on social media is very hard for me. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> so when it, the clock struck midnight East Coast time last night, it was like, oh, wow, <sighs> you cut it short on your end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I'm on East Coast time. So I just took a deep breath. and was like, finally, things can be back to normal. Well, Jake, wow. uh, your story reminded me. I almost got you a gaggle of iPhone chargers as a present. Mm. I was going to just bring like 10 in in a box and have them all like a Russian doll present and mm. you just kept opening them. It's just iPhone charger and all of them. Honestly, great gift idea. Yeah. So you can steal that and do that for others. Instead, I got you something else. It doesn't arrive till October 20th, though. Okay. I'll be I'll be ready. And not to throw myself under the bus even further, I actually have a ton of iPhone chargers. <laughs> um, I just didn't set one up next to the bed. <laughs> Could always use more. Could always use more. That's so true. Ka- Why do they, bought, they go bad so fast? Katie bought mm. a nightstand for us that have like the USB. The nightstand mm. plugs into the wall, and then it has the USB outlets. That's a nice, They're like the best thing ever. <laughs> I thought I saw those I'm, from the moat when I was cleaning it out the other day. <laughs> I've been, moat looks I've been shitty. The moat looks like yeah, shit. You, you I've been doing, clean it been doing an yeah, awful job. I'm doing a Jesus. very bad job. Katie actually, the leaves are falling, dude. Did he fall in? Like this looks like crap. A lot of leaves in the moat. I, I do the mistake of, I ha- always have my charger by my, the bed on the nightstand, but there'll be nights where I'm too lazy to plug my phone in. Mm. 
And I'm like, oh, it's got 70% right now. Like, I'll just put it on the thing and not plug it in because it's not that pressing. And then you wake up in the morning, you're like, that was the dumbest thing. I should have just taken the three seconds to plug it in. I can't do that because I listen to music all night on my phone, so it it will die on me. Then I won't wake up. There will be no alarm. All right, well. Yeah, there's some dead people. The Braves and the Brewers, no one's dead there yet. No. Besides maybe like all the offense. Mm. Mm. Jake, do you want to burn it? I can burn this. Uh, The burns are brought to us by DraftKings, if that's okay with you guys. Oh, I'm in New Jersey. I'm making bets. Another week in the NFL season. Trev's Ravens last night from the dead. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. That was silly. Um, I played against Lamar Jackson in fantasy. Yeah, I played against Lamar Jackson in fantasy. 60 points. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers, you can bet $1. One American dollar, four quarters. Uh, math pod. And you can win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. So if you bet on any game this weekend, you would have got a free $100 hairs. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was 1943. Top of my head, not a big deal. Uh, If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, well, hey, it will be. But they still have their daily fantasy with huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JUMBOY. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. It's promo code JUMBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling prom, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I just placed money on the under and on no runs in the first inning. Jimmy Betts, they're calling him. Yeah, I'm going to like blow through this free money that I got by doing that promo. Mookie's My brother. bets on the... When did I last make bets that just to make the live you had a You had a hot bet day. Uh, what was that? Two, three days ago? Or is Redskins? Just, no, it was Redskins. the Astros. Astros. The first Astros-White Sox game. Definitely yes. wasn't the Washington football team game. Yes. Because I just bet on Altuve to Homer and the Astros to load the bases in the first game inning. Game three in Chicago, right? Yeah. I found all the plus 800s and put $5 on each. It's, and it's and an it was angle. a lot of them. It's an angle. But I am taking the under because nobody scored. Huge. Fayo in the chat put the last time there was a score of this game in the NFL it was the Giants versus the Detroit Lions, and that makes so much sense. Yeah. They play this year. That could happen again. All right, let's burn it. Mm-hmm. Jake. Mm. On your mark, get set, burn. The beer makers and the newest member of the law firm, Freddie Peralta, takes the bump against the last Ion. Ion Anderson and the Braves in the ATL. We are scoreless through four, just like college. In the fifth, young jock, boing! Jock Peterson does it again. 402 feet, pinch hit, three-run homer. Welcome to Jocktober. It's 3 nothing Braves. And guess what, fellas? The bullpens did it the rest of the way from there. Ion Anderson, five scoreless. How are your playoff stats, kid? Jesse Chavez, Trev's guy, Matzik Jackson, and Will Smith. The Braves shut out Milwaukee 3-0 to win Game 3 and take the series lead 2-1 with a chance to win it in the ATL. Man, good go. job, Jake. This game was uh, on in the background. We had a busy day at work, so like you know, I could hear it the whole time. I was walking through. I was checking out. I was tuning in. What's going on, Brewers? Haven't been hitting, man. You but they've been getting right, people on base. We have it right on our stat sheet right here, James. 0 for 16 runners in scoring position in the series. Mm. That's, That's crazy. Like, not going to get it done. 
Rowdy Telez is the only offense in this whole fucking series. Rowdy. Sorry, I I shouldn't cuss. They're averaging, you know, over five men in scoring position a game. Mm. And then it's, what's the, you know, a good average would be like 250? Hell, Runners they, in scoring position should be more than that. Hell, they'd go for 200 right, right now. <laughs> yeah. If uh, if they were hitting 200, they they might have another dub. Man, uh, that's what I said after the Rowdy Homer is, you know, is the storyline of these Brewers going to be who steps up on a given day? And they've gone the last two days without anyone stepping up. So, um, A, I mean, this Brewers offense, say what you want about it. And I know we've kind of turned his name into a joke after, I think, what was one Jimmy Joker gaffe, but... Ion Anderson. Um, mm. This kid's a stud, man. Mm. I mean, he's 23, 23 years old, a New York guy, so you know he's tough. He's not one of these Cali boys that's going to, like, shit themselves on the mound. Um, and he's <laughs> he's got – now he's got 23.2 playoff innings. He's given up two earned runs, a 0.76 ERA and five starts. I mean – He's real deal. That's real, man. That's that's awesome. He's a problem. Shout out Brewers season long. I mean, I, their offense has never really impressed anybody, especially with look with Yelly having the year he had. That's that's tough for them. But they're right at league average runs per game and runs scored, they're right in the middle of the pack. And then, so their high isn't going to be that high, but their low is low, and we're seeing that right now. They got to bust the bats out. Have do a séance in the locker room with the mm. bats. Maybe everyone just go blindfold to the bat rack and pick up somebody else's bat, or pick one bat and you all use it. That'd be something. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. It's the playoffs, but maybe. I uh, I want to know how Brewers fans feel about the Jock and Hauser situation. Obviously. Um, Jock got Hauser in game one, and I think I said, or I said, like, you know, it was a decent pitch by Hauser. Jock just beat him. Like, Josh just, Jock just did all he could with that pitch. They, Freddie Peralta pitched as well. I think Freddie Peralta had, like, two hard-hit balls. Um, four innings pitch, zero earned runs. The top's coming up again. Is that who it was? Is that why they went to Hauser? Hauser. Get in there. Tell me. It was, no, it was Darno Swanson, and then the pitcher spot. And you know Jock's on the bench, and they're not going to let Anderson go out there again. So even though there was runners on, it becomes a three-run homer, you get, you almost guaranteed that Hauser was going to face Jock Peterson again, the one dude that handled him. Obviously, it's a little crazy and random that you're like, well, he can't get him twice. Well, he gets him twice, and now it's like, is that seems like a bad move. I don't know how the Brewers fan feel about that. Like, when Do they have when, someone that matches up much better than him, I mean, obviously, like there's Ashby and, and lefties and stuff like that. But I'm curious if that was the thought process. Like, maybe we try to get some length here out of Hauser, and he's a righty. And well, the other thing, yeah, I don't know. We're we're talking we're talking about managers more than I think we ever thought when we go through all these series. I wonder if it's like a, you know, Rosie said he thought Hauser was going to be the Brewers' kind of difference maker this series. I wonder if that was Craig Council's almost player empowerment. Like you're going out there this inning, and they might throw Jock out there again. You go get him this time. Um, but yeah, we're definitely in a place if if Hauser gets involved in the series again, you can't you can't let him see Jock. Well, and they don't know how to be going to start Jock just for that reason. Yeah. How are, you, how are you in with the decision to pull Peralta for the pinch hitter? I got to ask I gotta ask Brewers fans because I, we were walking around the office. I wasn't locked into every pitch. So I did. I don't know how he was attacking that part of the order. If he was looking fatigued, I, I, don't, I don't feel but like I can speak I, I think the it. reason was it was strictly offensive there. It wasn't like he's – we're going to get him out of the game. It was second and third, no outs. I believe his oh, spot okay. was up. All right. So, I mean, it's kind of, that's kind of a decision you have to make there. It's early in the game. You got a guy that's like, you know, you can get some length out of him still. He's looking pretty good. And then I think I think that's the right move, though. Well, no, you don't have to go to Hauser, though. 
Exactly. I know that's a decision you guys – I was asking if you thought the decision to take him out and pinch hit right there was the right call. Um, I don't watch a ton of National League baseball, to be honest with you, until the playoffs come. And then I'm like, dang, like there's – it's fucked up some of the things you have to do as a manager in the NL. Like you got to make a decision to pull your starter who's like, you know, not doing too bad to pinch hit in the, in the, what is it, the top of the fifth? Yeah. And I mean, we're, I think, I, I think it's the right play. Talking about how dead this Brewers offense is. I mean, you got Urias hit by pitch, Narvaez uh, double. So you got second and third, one out. Yeah. And, and you're the Brewers. You need anything on the board. I get it. But, also, like, NL people, you know, I, I've been giving you some love recently with uh, my guy Daniel Bard and his his hit the other day. Urias had the playoff hit. that Like, that's cool. But this is also where NL baseball sucks. Like, I would love to be sitting here talking about how Freddie Peralta announced himself on the national stage and went seven innings shutout toe-to-toe with Ion Anderson. Instead, we're talking about him, well, he got pulled with 57 pitches. Like, that sucks. Not good. Yeah, and, and if the if the offense as a whole wasn't struggling so badly, I think maybe the decision might be different there. Yeah, definitely. Well, both I pitchers think... got both pitchers got pulled early. I mean, Jock went in for uh Anderson. Yeah. Like, and they were both starting. I, I also don't like that aspect of National League Baseball, but that's the strategy that they love is taking out the pitchers that are doing well and having to replace them uh in times of need. Kind of sucks, but I, I'm not the Freddie Peralta. I'm fine with. It's just going. Hauser has to face three batters. They're gonna they're gonna bring Jock in. He's on the bench, and it's kind of like a looming thing. And he got him last time, and he gets him again. There's got to be a little bit like kicking yourself. Mm. Yeah, I mean your other options are Hunter Strickland and Brad Boxberger, who came in the game. I don't know. It's Jock. You just kind of got to tip the cap to Jock. Yeah. Tip the cap to Jock, really. It was a different pitch, too. He got the sinker, I think, last time. This was a high fastball. He went oppo, and this one he pulled. And obviously, there's no, there's nothing that you can say about the Brewers negatively that would be a, more of a blame than the lack of offense. Yeah. <laughs> like, no matter the decision, zero runs ain't winning you shit. So, man. It's also been interesting to see. I feel like, you know, the National League is always going to have these strategies here about when to pull, who's pinch hitting, you know, playing the chess game, sending a guy up, taking him out. We've seen a lot of that in the American League games too. Like a lot of that, which is, I think, cool. It actually makes me want to have Universal DH even more because when it comes down to the playoffs, like there are still going to be strategic moves made. So that'll satisfy that hunger for the people that like that too. The strategy is still there. The only thing that you lose or the only thing you gain from the DH is you don't have to take out pitchers who are pitching well. Yeah. Well, I think during the year, your uh, American League team's pinch hitting is is not very – I mean, it's very few and far yeah. between. I so don't think it's a Playoffs is different. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, – I agree with you th- there. Uh, shout out to the three-batter minimum. I know, you know, Peter Moylan and Jerry Blevins, a cu- couple guys that – don't like that rule for personal reasons, but it it really does add an interesting element. Like that's when you teams trying to trap a pitcher, and uh, hopefully as the game develops, we'll see more of that in AL or NL ball. Um, you know, they bring in that lefty, and you've got a guy like Luplo on your bench or whatever it is. That that's fun baseball strategy. That's like that's kind of winning the battle. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, Brewers, you you got to score. Um, you didn't score, and that's a shout-out to my guy Snit. Huge manager day, because um, let's say they do go Ashby there. Um, they're not going to pinch hit Jock, I'd assume. I mean, Jock's never been a on-lefty guy. So then you have Jock still in the hole, and he's like, again, their only scary bench piece, and he's been utilized perfectly. Three for three, two homers. So, like, hey, uh, shout-out <laughs> shout to Jock Peterson. How about it? You got that playoff swag Oops. right now. Like this, he's like, this is my time, boys. I've been here, I've done it, put me in. Mm. And he stepped up. Is is Ashby the plan today after Lauer? It's all hands, right? Elimination game. All hands except Corbin. Yeah, no Burnsy. Burns. Give him an inning. Give him an inning. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, they have to come out and say, like, he's not, they don't have to, but they're not going to come out and say, yeah, he's ready to go. I mean. He might Dude, get they stole, 
You think they took his cleats out of his locker and said, nope, don't even tempt me? I don't know. That's what I would do. If I was a manager and I had a guy like Corbin Burns and I really didn't want him to pitch, I'd be like, hey, bro, if I see you in spikes, I'm finding you like 20 grand. I mean, is is the other play, like is today Woodruff's throw day? Like do you have him ready for an inning if you need it? I don't know. If you've got if you get it to game five, you've got Corbin Burns, who might win the NL Cy Young plus four thousand beginning of the year. Um, you gotta do anything to get it to Burnsy in Milwaukee. So if it's Woody's throw day, like that's gotta be on the yeah, table. It's the only two people that can't pitch today are Peralta and Burns. That's it. Well, how long can Morton go? is my question about today's game because if they need to pinch hit for Morton early in the fourth or fifth because that's their time to get offense and basically they knock Morton out of the games themselves because of they need the jack at bat with bases loaded and two outs, that's a a big win, I think, for the Brewers because he shut them down until those last two batters uh, last game. So... If the if the Brewer, if the Braves can score a couple early and give Morton a two run lead, I think they ride Morton until he's at you know ninety pitches or whatever. Three days rest it, for Chuck. I wonder if he's he's got to have a lot of experience at least sometimes doing. No, nah, I think I think Ravich just tweeted it because he was he's doing the game on radio. I guess he said it's the first time he's done it in like thirteen years or something like that. Damn. You know, uh, right. You know it should be available, and I mean, hey, for them, Max Fried's ready for Game Five, so that's that's why this series has always been going five. Sorry, Atlanta. I don't. Yeah, he's pitched know, once man. on three days rest back in two thousand eight. Six innings pitched, three earned runs. Two thousand eight. The, the Brewers yeah. have to freaking score. That's I mean, look. Or yeah, score. What were you doing? How many runs do they have to score today? One. You think just one? I know they can <laughs> score. It, it, it might be a really one. low scoring game again. You got to score four to win. I took the under. BBD, what were you doing in 2008? Graduating elementary school. Okay. Wait, what? It was the last time Charlie Morton threw on three days rest. If it was in the playoffs, I was in sixth grade. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Remember. Happy birthday. Man. Oh, the Brewers offensive numbers. Yeah. They're pretty Adamus. Bad. Adamus has hit well. He's got four hits uh in the three games. Pitch around him. Yelly, two for ten with no extra base hits. Avisale, one for eleven with no extra base hits. Colton Wong, one for twelve with no extra base hits. Yikes. There's no one that's really scaring you right now in that lineup. I mean, I guess no. Adamus. But think about how crazy that is that Willie Adamus is like your biggest offensive threat. He's obviously had a great year, but the guy's a shortstop, man. Mm. Like, Good for him coming off the last playoffs last year. Can't see. Yeah. yeah. Give me to a team where I can see the fucking ball. <laughs> Dang it. I cussed again. Dang it. Well, it's all right. Last year he wasn't in uh, yeah. Tampa. Trev, let's get you on the Phil Rivers. They weren't playing games in Tampa. Let's get you on the Phil Rivers cussing plan where you just start yelling dag nabbits and stuff like that. Oh, man. That's the, yeah, him and Jake Peavy. Mm. Uh, was weird facing him. Didn't Luck do that as well? I think Luck might be there. Andrew Luck? Dag gummit. Yeah. He's, he's too smart to cuss. Mm. Stanford man like yourselves. He's so smart that he's like, this is, I'm going to get killed here. I should probably just stop. <laughs> I've already made a lot of money. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, this is not good for I me. I don't look like I'm going to win and probably just ruin <laughs> my future if I keep playing this dumb game. I'll just leave. That takes, that takes, what a freaking decision, man. I'm all for it. Kind of. Whatever. Okay. Prediction? We're going five. I'm rooting for game. game five? I'm rooting, rooting for game five. Uh, I don't know the formula here because uh, the Brewers just like need to hit. Like, do they need to start doing small things? Do they need to change their approach? It doesn't seem like they're going to do that. But root, rooting Brew Crew, I, I kind of think the Braves will lock it up. Salt man. Mm. They just got to hit, man. There's not. There's nothing. 
Yeah, I think the momentum is there for the Braves. They're they're tasting it. Obviously, within one game of the World Series last year, I think you just see teams that that happens to in the playoffs. Like, there's just something about coming back the next year and being like, we're at least getting to that position, and we need to get more. And the, I mean, they've answered the bell. They made it happen. Here they are, one game away from the NLCS again. So I'm I'm, I'm taking. Braves to close it out tonight. Dang. Hopefully the under hits for, Thank for you, James. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's nice. Yeah. I like when my friends win money. All right. Game two from yesterday. Mm. The only series clinching win on the docket. My dogs are going crazy. Can you guys hear them? I, I heard a little something, but not really, no. Cool. Good job, microphone. Trevor Plouffe was 8 for 26 with four doubles against Jake Peavy. Jake, on your mark, get set. Hell yeah, Trev. Boston tries to close out the series in the bean with Erod getting the pill for them. On the other side, Kevin tries to cash in on Colin Micropenis. McHugh's big season to open up for the Rays. We're scoreless into the third, but the Red Sox got five on it. They pull Micro P. McHugh in the kid McClanahan. First relief appearance in the year, and Raphael wishes him the best on his endeavors. Three-run home run. Verdugo. My old people in the park getting it on with the RBI double, and J.D. Martinez goes off the wall. Five nothing socks could the rays chip away austin meadows rbi grind out isn't he wonderful two run homer it's five three in the six we got a ball game in the eight crooked neck brazier in kiermeyer with the rbi double it's five to four randy Rosarena. it's a tied game at five in the eighth they couldn't score Randy, second base, no outs. And in the ninth, Mama, there goes that man again. Kike, do you love me? Are you riding into the ALCS? The Baston Red Sox. They go Era to Hauk to Taylor to Brazier to Whitlock. Big two innings at the end. Red Sox win 6-5. They win the series 3-1 and they advance to the ALCS. Mm. What'd you say about Colin McHugh? Uh, I said he had a huge year. Good year. Really good year. Huge year. They should have pivoted from their plan and kept him in. IMO. 18 pitches, two clean innings. 18 pitches, no runs, right? Yep. And then they brought the kid in, McClanahan. You know, when he was warming up, I guess I don't want to say, like, I'm not just some genius watching a TV, but the shit looked a little bit more flat. Mm. And that's what happens with these guys. You know, if he's not used to coming back and pitching like that, a little bit of short rest. He never pitched on that short of rest before in his career. It just makes your stuff just a little bit less dynamic. And those boys were teeing mm. off on him. Teeing off. Like the green monster almost fell down yesterday. Mm. Yeah, they were teeing Imagine. off. Imagine. Feel bad for him. It's a tough spot. Like we oh, were yeah. ta- we were talking about how um whatever people get mad this comparison i'm gonna make how the yankees were taking andrew heaney who had never pitched out of the bullpen before and they were like well now you're a high leverage reliever and it's like what i've never done this well at least Heaney had some experience in the league mcclanahan's a young kid he hadn't come out of the pen all season he hadn't pitched on three days rest all season McHugh was throwing good this definitely felt like a pre-planned and this is what the yankees do and i hate like a pre-planned script that they just followed because that's what they wanted to do. And they're like, well, we only wanted two innings out of McHugh and we got two great innings out of McHugh. Let's make our move and go to the kid. And uh, I don't know. Didn't like it. Didn't work out. 
you think, think it was like they wanted him to have a clean inning? You don't like, need to use him. I, I think I know that's what I think too. I think a little bit of what we saw there was the Rays. They had a plan and they wanted to follow it. They were hoping to get two from McHugh. He throws eighteen pitches. Um, no strikeouts. His last inning, he gave up a couple balls that were hit decently to center, I believe. But McHugh, the year he's had, and he throws 18 pitches, his last outing was 37. Like, he's got more bullets in the tank. And this is a do-or-die game. Like, the race season is now over. To go to McClanahan in that spot, like, you could kind of talk me into it because McClanahan, and as we break down the Rays kind of this offseason, you know, they they were missing some guys. The, the Mighty's... Mighty Rays bullpen wasn't exactly the Mighty Rays bullpen, um, you know, especially compared to last year. But, you know, McClanahan was kind of supposed to be their Game 5 guy. I think they asked him if he was good for today. So in that way, they were going for it. But you also brought him into a tied game. It's not like you were bringing him in, you needed three innings to finish the game, and you didn't have a better option. Like, this was still mid-game tied like Jimmy said, it's his first time pitching on that short rest. It's his first time coming out of the bullpen this year. You're setting up like one of your prize pieces in the organization to fail, to be honest. Um, and he did. And so for the Rays to do what they did the rest of the game, and they're willing to go to Kittredge early. They're willing to go to Fairbanks. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think they... They tried to do a little bit of Ray's magic and surprise him because we were streaming with Jolly Olive last night. We thought maybe Boz found a way in this game, which, by the way, same story as McClanahan, but you're just you're hunting for innings. Um, and to go to him, I don't know. It just felt like it felt like they were saving McHugh for Game Five, and guess what? It, there isn't one. I don't know, man. I don't mind them putting him in. Like, it's not you're setting him up for failure. You're telling him you trust him in this spot. He's been your what is that's their best pitcher right now. It was. Put him up against the heart of the lineup and see what he does. And I mean, look, it was just a little flat. And the Red Sox hitters are experienced and they had seen him in game one. And maybe they had a better plan against them this time and it just didn't work out. I I don't have a problem with him doing that. That's just kind of like you said. It's how they operate, man. Kitchards and Chargois had been their better pitchers Shags. against the 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 Red Sox. So tie game still. Get some innings out of those guys. See if your offense can put us up, put up some runs. I don't know. Tough task, guys. Never pitched on three days rest before. Like and that's coming out yeah. of them. That's just their their mo. They're just they're. Letting guys go do it, especially if they really believe in you. And you know, maybe it'll change next year. Maybe they'll make sure that he has his full rest. Probably not. I mean, days, but. everyone knows that listens to Talking Baseball throughout the regular season. I've been saying forever that I didn't think they were made for the playoffs because they don't have enough starting pitchers. <clears throat> I know that Glassnow got hurt, but they went into the season without with two starting pitchers. That was like their design. Like we've heard them say, we just <clears throat> outs are outs. There's no such thing as a starter, reliever, just outs. They need starting pitchers. At That's- one point, they had a ton of starting pitching, though, during the year. Enough where they traded Rich Hill away. Not really. He was making start every five days, and they were still bullpenning every now and then. They just, I, don't, they just don't believe in starter, reliever. <clears throat> Playoffs, you need dudes to eat innings, I think. I mean, they had like nine guys. Give, I think they only had two pitchers that pitched more than one inning that didn't give up an earned run. I mean – they used a lot of guys for a lot of innings. They only had one game, one game where one pitcher pitched more than four innings. Red Sox had five guys do that. So that, but that's I've, that's just my philosophy, and it's been that way. I've been saying it in the playoffs in general. You need to throw starters to the pen, not just rely on seven relievers every night. Yeah, I think that with Glass now, everything changes because that's kind of giving you what you want. But they are set up. I, I wish Glassnow was going to be back next year. Seeing McClanahan, Boz, Glassnow, and whoever else, like Patino. 2023 like Rays, baby. Yeah, I mean, that is 2023. It sucks we have to wait a whole other year for Glass. And he might not even be there. I think he's going to be a free agent, isn't he? Tyler? I think so. I I think he'd be back. I don't know. Um, I 
I think he's arb too, and and I think he said himself, like I'm not expected to, I'm not expecting to come back. The Rays trade arb two guys. I I do think the yeah. the other side of this story, and when we're talking pitchers and Jim, I th- I think there's definitely something because you know the two Pavetta outings this season, this series were huge. The Hauk outing, um, and that ties into Cora's empowerment. Like, hey. Pavetta, the plan wasn't for him to go four innings in those games, but he was rolling, so Cora let him go because he was stretched out. The other side of that coin is the Red Sox hitters were disgusting. There was two scary Rays hitters, and I was on the Rays lineup all year, Randy and Wander. When those guys were up, it was trouble. Brandon Lau went 0 for this series. Guy hit 39 dingers this year. Nelson Cruz didn't do anything this series. Yandy didn't do anything. Zanino didn't do anything. Like, meanwhile, on the other side for the Red Sox, Schwarber was a problem. Kike was unbelievable. Devers, Bogarts, Verdugo, JD went, I think he went uh, 7 for 15 this series, and he was like a bonus piece. Vasquez. He had a 563 slug this series. The Red Sox lineup on the other side of that Rays pitching. Because, Jim, you're right, I think, on the World Series part, to get through through the World Series with the Rays with the limited pitching, they couldn't get these guys out enough, no matter whether it was a starter, reliever, who, whoever it was. Uh, the Red Sox lineup was, if they're a problem right now. Here's the thing. I think the Rays would have taken the amount of runs they gave up in the series. It was they shut him out game one. Uh, obviously, Boston went crazy game two, 14. But then it was uh, Boston six, Boston six. I mean, in a playoff game, I don't know. I mean, sorry. <clears throat> Rays scored five game one. Scored six game two, scored four game three, oh. scored five game four. They they average giving up four runs a game. So I think yeah, I mean their offense not great, but like maybe they take that and then it's really more on just the pitching, pitching and really James that that it was the game, it was the extra inning game. Really but, but, hurt, it, but it was the extra inning game, Trev. But it was also game two. <clears throat> I said after game two they they lost by eight runs, but yeah. because it wasn't a blowout early and they don't have guys that can eat innings like Pavetta did from the Red Sox. If they had a guy like Pavetta that could just eat the last four innings in game you know two they and they did. tried, they tried Waka, but he couldn't do it, but they had, no, to, they did. They left uh, what's his name? Uh, the, our guy, the lefty, they left him off the roster. Yarbrough. Yarby. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. left him off the roster, but I mean, in an eight run loss, the Red Sox kept it close enough that the Rays had to burn one, two, three, four, five, Six pitchers in an eight-run loss, and that's brutal. You got to be able to have a guy eat that. Pavetta eating those four and whatever yeah. it was in game one saves the Red Sox pen for the rest of the series, and the Rays just aren't set up to have guys that eat innings. I know Glass now got hurt, but we know that their philosophy is outs are outs, pitchers are pitchers, but you need guys to eat innings. Yarby. Tino got used really weird in this series. This uh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, because that's, that's a good. He point, was supposed Chase. to he be really that did. guy, kind of. Um, but it's almost like they weren't sure what they were doing with him. Um, I don't know. Uh, Red Sox, so much good juju right now. The lineup's tough. The Rays and Kevin Cash. I think you can question a lot of it, whether it's pitcher usage in Game Two. Whether it's just an unlucky Hunter Renfro hits a ball into the bullpen, and you know that's what I'm if, saying, man. Uh, like, what if we if this was going back to Tampa? I mean, I think we'd still be saying everything about the Red Sox hitters. I think we'd be talking about how they have Hawk available. But if it was a Game Five in Tampa, like tough to bet against the Rays because they're sickos. But Boston does it. They love that dirty water right now. It's good times in the Commonwealth. Yeah. Pavetta for me, taking that fourth, fifth starter and letting him let me eat innings later in games. It's the same thing Evaldi did for him in uh, 18. So I love that formula. It doesn't always work, though. Like, he's made it work. That's, but that's the last, tough, the that's last tough couple, to find someone the, that can turn it on like that. Oh, yeah, but the last, like, three World Series winners have done it, you know. Dodgers did it with Urias last year. They did it with Evaldi in 20. 
18. 18. Uh, Nats did it with Corbin in 2019. Um, Houston probably should have done it with Cole. When it was I mean, hey, the Rays tried to do it with McClanahan. Didn't work out for yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but we are, I mean, look, we have to give credit to the Red Sox. Got the job done. Vasquez. I mean, you talked about it a little bit, Jake. And I also mentioned it this morning with Chris. That lineup we talked about all season long. Oh, it's top heavy. It's top heavy. Well, it's not top heavy anymore. J.D. Martinez was hitting six last night. The guys at the bottom of the order were scary. Renfro, Vasquez in the ninth inning. Vasquez coming up, and they kept talking about how much Cora trusts him in these big situations, and that's why he's getting the starts. Came up big again. Base knock to start the ending off. Like their lineup got long. Their hitting stats are silly this series. Hunter Renfro had a really he had a really nice playoff series. He hit two ninety four, a three sixty eight on base. Um, he doesn't register as one of their top like eight hitters this series. Gross. Kiermaier to the Yankees. Kiermaier to the Cubs. Hmm. Royals. Dodgers probably. He's probably going to the Dodgers. He's going to get traded. People didn't understand my when I said that yesterday, but I mean, they're going to pay him eleven million dollars when they can just replace Ooh, him. Maybe Trevs. They might because he's kind of the heart and soul there. He's really a key cog. They don't there. believe don't in hearts and souls. Jim. They see silhouettes. They no, it's not true. KK, we we we, we tried to find how many guys the Rays have let be granted free agency. It's a very short list. Ooh, how about the Texas Rangers? Let him be the face. It just depends what. It just depends who what they can get for him. I mean, he made a bunch of nasty defensive plays. That Kiermaier throw, we we haven't even that doesn't get it. mentioned. His catches, he hit this series. His stock's high. The last time a Rays playoff stock was high, Snellzilla went to San Diego. They're gonna take. They're gonna shop them. You're oh, right for sure. Like, they're gonna, gonna shop want everybody. It, but, like, they're definitely gonna shop them. Everybody. Yeah. All right. Game three of the day. Another barn burner. Game burn. three is brought to us by Dugout Mugs. If you were streaming with us any of these nights, you saw us rocking with our Dugout Mugs, drinking from them, clinking from them. Uh, dugout Mugs are the absolute best. Uh, it's a baseball bat you can drink out of it. Kind of doesn't get better than that. Um, and, by the way, how about a free knob shot? Uh, you like uh, you like drink, drinking Grandpa's cough medicine a little bit? Trev's got the Twins knob shot right there. Uh, you can get it for free right now, dugoutmugs.com slash talking. You just have to pay the shipping and handling on it. Uh, they've got everything. I mean, they've got player mugs. They've got team, team mugs. I think there's a talking Yanks, talking baseball muggler. We might... Might have to reach up. You can get personalized engraved ones. The engraving is, like, badass. I think it's the coolest part of the mug. Like, it's legit. It doesn't look like, you know, me and BBD were carving them out in the basement and shipping them. Like, they are they are the real deal. Go check out. What were you guys doing in the basement? Yeah, dugout. If you weren't carving wood, what were we you were doing? We were carving wood. Um, dugoutmugs.com slash talking. Uh, get yourself a free knob shot. Thanks, Dugout Mugs. Oh. Jake on your market set burn. It's game three in Trevor Plouffe's LA Mad Max Scherzer would unleash his Fury Road against former Dodger Alex Morningwood as he tried to crank out a win for the Giants. Boy, the wind was whipping in this one. Boogity, boogity, boogity. We're scoreless. Into the fifth. Wood looks good. Scherzer looks great. Evan goes Longo. Trev's guy, Longoria, buying Charizard's mid-game. Hits it 407. He might have hit it about 450, but it lands 407 in the crazy wind. We're in the bullpens. Rogers is throwing from a gross angle. Jake McGee, my guy. And Doval comes out, Senor Grosso, but it's bottom nine. Gavin Lux barrels one, he points to the bench. Bunos Cantos, boys, oh no. The wind knocks it down. Lux, oh, what is you doing, baby? Meanwhile, Gabe Kapler 
and the San Francisco Giants take a 2-1 series lead after shutting out the mighty Dodgers 1-0 final. How about this game, What a game. What a game. 1-0. What's funny is my boy got down there. He was at the game last night. He texted our group chat. He's talking about the wind. Mm. He's like, never seen it like this here before. And it played, I mean, that was the biggest factor in the game, essentially, was this freaking wind. The Giants had uh, five hard hit balls. Scherzer dealt. Scherzer dealt, man. It says on the sheet here that he had, had a, 13. Oof. Scherzer fixed a mechanical issue. Mm. Lower half. That's what he was talking about. So that's nice to hear for the Dodgers. If they can get past the Giants, that's really nice. Did you see uh, Scherzer like fell off the mound in the first inning? Mid windup. Wind was just messing with him. Sent the Giants brought that old candlestick weather to LA, man. Um, that's what I was saying. They're, they're more apt to play in that shit. I love Gavin Lux hits a ball that's a home run 70% of the time. And the outfielder like runs to the wall and then it blows in for the last out. That's Giants baseball, That's Giants man. Baseball. They mm-hmm. hit homers mm-hmm. and then something weird happens that you're like, I don't think that usually happens. And the Giants win. Man, and are, are we going to be talking about the two times the Dodgers didn't make it to the World Series? Will Smith hits what looks like a non-turbo ball. Because if it was a turbo ball, it would have been out. Are we going to be talking about this Lux? Lux shot the same way. Um the Gi- I think the storyline, and if we start talking about Duvall, you're going to lose me. That dude's making me feel things I haven't felt in a long time. The Giants' defense, I told you guys beforehand, I tweeted about it last night. We watch every Yankees game, and then if we've got energy in us, me and Jim try to flip to the other games. Trev, he's a man of the people. He watches every game every night. That's what he does. The Giants look like they Testing. they play a different Sport than the Yankees defensively. Brandon Crawford, um, special. Donnie Barrels, Donovan Solano makes a huge nice. play at second base. Longo's been doing it for a while now. Um, man, Buster Posey catching the kid last night. More just emotions. I hope what we've been saying about the White Sox and some of these power teams, how we hope they win, so it kind of the sport evolves towards that to, you know, getting getting your big man starting pitching and having a deep lineup and having athletes and all of that. Man, I, I feel that way about this Giants team because I know we don't have the perfect formulas to quantify defense yet, um, but whatever the Giants are doing should be the metric and then come down from there. They were special last night. The pitching was gross. Gabe Kapler hot. I love the Giants. I have a question for you guys. We keep referencing, you know, a, a team playing baseball, old school ish, winning the World Series would be good for the game. Hasn't that happened the last like three years? Eighteen was the Red Sox. They weren't like a nerdy team, like you'd say. And then nineteen, the Nationals had baller starting pitching enough where they got to move their fourth guy into the pen, which you like, Jim. And the Dodgers in twenty twenty. I mean, they're an analytical team, but they also pride themselves in having starting pitching in depth. So I feel like it's, it's been there, right? Yeah. Welcome to my, my rants. So I don't know if another team winning the world series doing the same thing will change anything. I'm just saying it's already happening and things aren't changing, at least in Yankeeville. Is that what you're talking about? The Yankees just need to, the Yankees try to copy the Rays, and I want them to stop. (laughs) And I've been screaming from the rafters. Look at the teams that win the World Series. Starting pitching. It's, take, I mean, that's how how do they get away from starting pitching? I don't understand that. That's crazy to me that they would ever think that you don't have to have starters. Yanks have like spent more money on their bullpen than their starters besides until Cole. Essentially, you have to have both. I mean, that's the oh yeah, you need, dirty like, little you, need like four, you need both. You need like four yeah. studs. You need but you know, starting pitching depth. Having nasty guys that can go more than one inning at a time will benefit you. But the Giants, also, what they're doing and how Cap did the two-inning save and he used his best relievers versus the best hitters, like that's a little 
different from, you know, probably 10 years ago now. That's kind of changed. I think Tito with Andrew Miller uh, back in yeah. 16 was the first time we saw that on full display. Like, he might be our closer, but we're going to use him against the best hitters. They also they also had who? They had uh, He wasn't the name? closer, but you're right. Yeah. They had um Allen? No. Yeah, oh. Allen. Cody Allen. Cody, yeah. But that was the first time that I think we saw it deep in a playoff run. Yeah, They're like, right. it's not just going to be a, an eighth inning guy and a ninth inning guy. Our best reliever is going to face their best hitters. It could be the sixth inning, seventh inning. Uh, I feel like that was the first time we saw it, like, on the main stage. And, high uh, leverage uh, became a term right there. High, a lot of people, a lot of teams do that now. But, yes. you know, to, to, to see it done perfectly is always nice. Tito and Cora, huh? Um, can I talk about Duvall? Because it, it's kind of on the topic. Because I love him. I think Brian Anderson was on the call, and he dropped uh, the K-Rod comparison, which I don't, I don't know if that was out. That kind of came from my head, but whatever. Not a big deal. Um, I think the wind-up's there. He, uh, the wind-up's there. He, got, he rode the bus a couple times this year. Um, he got called up on September 5th. And 15 games during the regular season, he didn't give up an earned run. In the playoffs, he hasn't given up an earned run. He has the lowest pulse I think I've seen out of a reliever. Um, it, it it was almost past board that it was as intimidating as it gets. Like, you see guys out there that try to act bored to because they know they should keep their pulse down to be in control. Duvall looks like... I don't even know. Uh, he, he looked like a murder movie. Someone's about to kill you, and they're already at grips with it. He's so gross, man. He, uh, like, he's a storyline. How old is he? Interesting. If you would have watched Sequence out it. last week, you would have known all Damn. about the cold blood. What did you call it? Cold no pulse. Blood? Ice in his veins. Ice in his veins. No pulse. Slow heartbeat. He's basically dead. He's a zombie. zombie. Slow heartbeat. 24. You were learned all that stuff yeah. about him. And yes, it's all true. He's disgusting. He did pitch um, two innings last night, but only 22 pitches. He's available tonight. Mm. He made Justin Turner look silly. Yeah. Justin Turner doesn't look Bro, silly that often. First pitch sliders. Ugh. He's got that. He just, uh, if my memory serves me correct, there was just two balls that bounced in the other's, other batter's box that Turner took a full hack at. Oh, it's wild, man. Just to Here, find that guy. BBD, you want me to give you the, the pitch she's talking about? I have it right here. Please. Pitch going to 104 and a half miles an hour in the minor leagues this year, by the way. Disgusting. Um, I mean, dude, Longo, I know we've already given him a little bit of love, but he is the only dude who got <laughs> a run across. Uh, Shahadi interviewed him after the game and – Gave him the, did you know it was gone? Which right after the Gavin Lux stuff was fun. And uh, Longo, he chuckled, and then he was like, if it wasn't, I was leaving. Um, so he... Said he would have walked he, Poppy really put a charge into one. And man, like, Longoria, Crawford, Posey, like, dudes are dudes, oh. man. That's disgusting. Dude. I actually like the first pitch better because, like, Turner got got on that. But the first pitch is, like, uh, I said to send the BBD. It's in the zone for a while, and it doesn't mm -hmm. hit the dirt, but it's still, like, just nasty. Yo-yo. Longo said, um, you know, the first at bat he strikes out against Max, heater up, and he basically was like, look, I hadn't got a hit all series. He's like, I just was not going to get beat by the heater again. So, you know, a little cheat job there. And he said that it was just a tick lower than the last one, which helped him get to it. But uh, I said this again. I mean, I have to repeat myself quite mm. a bit because I am on baseball today right before this. But I was talking about, you know, the good teams zag when other teams are zigging. Or they zig when other teams are zagging. What's the what's this saying? I don't know. And – Farhan's like, look, everyone's going young. I'm going to get some value in some of these older dudes. You know, they already had some of them, obviously, with Crawford and Belt and Posey. Uh, but going out and getting Longo, going out and getting the Darren Ruffs, um, guys that 
you know, they aren't going to, they, they understand the situation. They're going to give you professional at best. That's why they stick around so long. And look, these guys have just, they, they've figured out the rest thing. New York needs to go talk to the Giants. They've figured out how to rest their players and get enough out of them. Because they've done it so well this year. These guys are just, I mean, they've all had like career freaking seasons at this age. It's crazy. What's uh, Dodgers all hands look like tonight? Ooh. I'm here in Bueller. We're here in Bueller. Is starting on short rest. Um, is that official or is that uh, just the. Uh, it's or birdies. Okay. We're here in birdies. Okay. Interesting. Uh, but I think you got him and you got. I don't know. I mean, I don't think you save anybody. I, think I know. I know you don't Urias save, but what there. does that look like? Bueller, Urias. I mean, who pitched that? I mean, everyone's available, even from last night. They had some pretty quick innings last night as well. So it's like you have Trinan, you have Kniebel, you have Canley looked fucking disgusting last night. I love night. him, man. He just blew dudes away, which is crazy because not too long ago, we're like, oh, Kenley's done. He's throwing four pitches. Like, he's reworked himself. Yeah, yeah. And it if there's anyone... Like him and Doval going back to back, I think is something we're gonna look back in a few years and be like, that was kind of beautiful. Because Kenley, pretty low pulse himself, and dude, they're both just got these legs on them and limbs. They like you guys are, you guys are monsters. Chat's yelling at me because Longo was here before Farhan got there. Oh, so sorry. Wow. sorry, they're not zagging. They're not zagging when everyone's um, zagging. They're they're zooging. They're actually. zooging. That's what people are saying. I want to shout out shout out two former Dodgers who had great post game comments. Jock Peterson was asked about hitting the high fastball uh, from Hauser and uh, powering it, and his answer was, "I'm a pretty good player." I don't know. Yes, he did say that. Yeah, what do you want me to say? I'm good. And then uh, then uh, Doogie got asked. To, so I don't even know what he was asked, but he he uh, dropped a Boston accent on everyone in his post game. They ask like uh, you got a Boston. I don't know what they asked. They oh, do you talk like a Bostonian now? That's funny. And he He's just said like, yeah, yeah, your cousin hair. from Boston over here. So <laughs> funny. Like that's how you, that's how you grow your star, Trev. Get in the playoffs. You get a post game interview. Say something fun. <clears throat> I'll remember that for my next lifetime if I ever make the playoffs. Our yeah. team. Um, we already previewed Astros White Sox. Right. Yeah. So whatever. Astros. Oh. Closing it out. Lance McCullers Jr. about to shove again, my guy. He is your guy. Damn. Damn. I said him and Urias are my two pitchers right now that I'm like. I trust them more than anybody else in the playoffs right now. Maybe Scherzer because he figured it out. I really like Rodon. I hope he does well. Like not even – like yeah. even if the Astros do win tonight, I, I don't know if you guys saw they showed – I don't know if they had the guys mic'd up, but they they showed the, the White Sox dugout just watching the crowd, and they had Rodon mic'd, and he's just like, this is awesome, man. Um. So I will be rooting. I will be rooting for him. That's official. Okay. What are you looking at, Timbo? Like um, I don't know. Someone just like talks shit about me for something. I was trying to figure out what they were referencing. Let's go beat him up. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Some Reddit notification, some thread about them being mad about something I said or something. Okay. Who did Farhan bring in? Okay. <laughs> Solano feels like an off season. My nerd, my nerds comment made everyone mad yesterday. Hot. Fuck the nerds. People don't understand that we talk about baseball every single day, and we know that the bri- the Rays tree is everywhere. No, I have no idea that Heim Bloom <laughs> comes from the Rays. Mm-mm. We didn't have a shirt that says "Give Heim some time," and didn't talk about how the fact that I played for. Those guys, and we talked about them at fucking ad nauseum. How about that for a word? I think that's You're Latin. Today. Look it up. Look it up. 
Is that Latin, Jimmy? Sure. EBD's our Latin guy. He says oh, yes. That's right, baby. La Stella, I said rough. The chat's helped me out now. He zagged, all right, bro? Mm. Zerged. What time are the games today? We got a Later. five o'clock. We're going to be live for the five o'clock. Uh, I don't know if we're having a guest anymore. That got messed up. Uh, but we, Jake and I, yeah. Trev, this is big news Alert. for everyone. Uh, if you, if you're a, if you're a supporter, need your help tonight. Um, we will be live on the Bleacher Report app after the Brewers Braves game and the start of the Dodgers-Giants game. So, yeah, the, the Brewers-Braves game might leak into Giants-Dodgers. So we're going to stream the whole Brewers-Braves game on our channel like we've been doing. We're going to reset, get our technology set and all of that, and then we're going to go live, Bleach Report. So if it's start of Giants-Dodgers or maybe second or third inning or something like that, and we'll do a couple innings. We'll have some fun. Um, so we need our crew to show out for us. So anyone still listening to the pod is probably part of that the crew. Numbers. Um, pump the numbers, make us look good, help us out, engage in the chat. Where say, is it again? How do I get there? Bleacher Report the Bleacher app. Report app. And say, wow, these guys not only are super good looking, but also funny. I don't know. You, you don't, don't have, have to, to say, say the first part. Yeah. You don't have to say any of it, really. Just be there. Funny looking. Yeah, but looks aren't everything. Well, you guys are just going to be on different networks then. Maybe I'm going to have to be... On a different network as wow. well. Looks like this show's know. done. Trevor Plouffe from the Magnum Condom <laughs> Studio tonight. <laughs> the show is done. Damn. It's 406 episodes in. It's time uh, Time me and BBD we'll, took our show. On we'll the ring you fans. right back in, man. Right when the fucking labor pod comes. Hmm. People don't want that. They, like, they're like laughing. They're like, oh, I want a labor pod. No, you don't. It's no, like a lot don't. of homework, man. We're going to get a labor pod. <laughs> We're going to get Gibby. Gibby, so tell Gibby. us what's happening. Can I ask you a question, Trev? This is an aside and we got to end the show, but uh, we did this on the live stream two days ago. If winter meeting, uh, so winter meetings are only going to happen if they come to an agreement before winter meetings happen. Winter meetings are usually the last weekend of November. They won't have it. Why, why? Why do you say that? Is that is that out? Yeah, that's what I was told. It's not going to happen if there's not an agreement because it's all about signing players and GMs meeting and doing trades and all that you stuff. Know the CBA. Um, oh, the, so they'll just they'll just be on their group chat like they usually are, just yeah. talking about salary yeah. suppression. Okay, cool. So the CBA doesn't like it's not up until the end of the World Series, which I believe is if it goes seven games, November fourth, and then winter meetings is supposed to be November, say twenty seventh. Like, there's no way they come to an agreement in three weeks, right? Well, they've been working on it already. CBA expires December they, 1. They've had a few big, they've had a few face to faces, but I don't think they've gotten anywhere where, like, we're going to be done in November. Unless, unless, unless they decide, let's just do a, a, a year contingency a bridge. Yeah. That's probably oh, the best I'd thing that could happen. love a year of bridge. Punt it. Uh, winter meetings. I don't know. December I mean, six I, was last year. Supposed to be. I don't know what team, what side would prefer that. Probably the owners would prefer that, and the players would probably not prefer that. But even in the even in that decision, they're still going to negotiate shit like the DH and the extra inning rule, and all that. So get ready. So no, so no winter meetings. I don't know if they happen. We're going, but um, they'd be in Orlando. Which Orlando sucks, like I'm, but I I think that's a fun place to have warm weather. Uh, I like. I had a, a great time in Orlando this past year. I think it's a fun place to have winter meetings because there's whatever hotel they decide will probably get taken over by like a baseball convention and it'll be like localized and small. And then if we go, there's tons of content opportunities on the bookends of winter meeting days at in fucking Florida and Gibbs on Goofy. Yeah. Well, we're yes. going to be like at the Four Seasons. We'll in, be in the Lazy River naked. Oh, yeah. I mean, if if it happens. Alligator comes in. Bites I, Jake's I'm actually, off. like, very excited about the Orlando 
Uh, well, tell Trev what's about 35 minutes outside of Orlando. I know he's not going to get it, but it's a it's a small lake called Lake David that I owe two people <laughs> tickets to. It's where they dump okay. the gators. It's Gator Lake. Well, they dump the gators in the lake next to it. Oh, I love that. Um, Drew Butera is the mayor of Orlando. People don't know that. Yeah. I, didn't, I had no idea, man. That's, yeah. Congrats to him. Him and Sal, they run it together. Mm-hmm. All right. I got to go pee. My body's going to explode like that. Wait, one last thing. Zach yeah, Hample. All-Star Game 2022. Come see me, baby. I'm out. I'm out. Like, we, Zach was no, nice I'm guy. Per- he was a nice guy in person, but, like, seeing that him run in front of all those front row people to catch a home run in front of them, it's not batting practice, dude. Like, mm-hmm. in batting practice, there's kind of a social agreement that everyone can run around and grab balls during the game. That's fucked up. People pay for front row seats because they get a chance. A ball can get hit to them running in front of people in their seats. If you're on the concourse and you want to run for a free ball and grab it from someone, fine. Don't run in front of someone's paid seats and steal a ball. It's fucked up. It's stupid. I I'm over it. And I, I don't think I've ever like fully voiced that, but it's, that was bullshit. It's like, I told Jake, it's like if uh, they have like, um, the lucky winner for tonight's game is section 109, row 16, seat five. And Zach Campbell just runs in front of it. And it's like, that's me. That's not how it works, man. Let the ball, the ball, if the ball's hit to someone's seat, they should have a shot at that ball. They shouldn't have some asshole running in front of them, stealing it. Batting practice, concourse, I'm fine. I didn't. It's so, it's just over. Totally get that. And I'm, I can't wait. Oh, he gives them to kids. Yeah, well, one that's more fun. Mm. A kid getting a ball on his own. Like if an adult handed me a ball, I'd be like, Did he give those to kids last night? I don't want it. If I grab a ball as a kid, I love that. If I was 10 years old and the guy like handed me a ball, I'd be like, dude, I didn't get that. I don't want it. You jumped in front of me and stole it from me, and now you're just handing it to me out of pity. I don't want it. So I'm kind of over that. So I'm no, not, I don't want to do content out. with him in the All-Star game. No, 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 no. We're not doing content with him. I will be taking it over. Oh, okay. Me and Peter and I, we were going to talk about it, strategize. Uh-huh. We will be taking it over. Record. Why don't okay. you record those strategy meetings? <laughs> A couple beers yeah. and our baseball girls. <laughs> we're good to go. <laughs> that's it. That's, oh, our, that's our whole strategy. Watch the video. The guy he in the runs yellow in shirt. front of like eight people. It's fucking he did freaking own me at the yes. last All Star game, so it's weighing heavy on my mind. <laughs> and that's, that's fine. That was like yeah. the that's the environment for it. If he stays back in the concourse and the ball's pinballing around, like he literally ran in front of people who were just in their seats. Yeah, that was brutal last night. It was like that's not a good look, man. <laughs> he reps the shield, though. <laughs> he reps the shield. Yeah. All right. Play the outro music. That's the that's the episode. Yeah, and you come into the Dodger Stadium bleachers. Good luck. 